0: Listening to Tazzy Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host Jason Cook and today we have Afi Tooi joining us again. Welcome Afi. Jason, good morning. It's great to be with you here on Easter Monday. It is good and uh, it's nice to be doing a live program. I know uh, some of the other programs take the holiday but uh, we've decided to do our live program as we did on Friday as well. So if you're tuning in, it is a live program. We'd love to hear from you today. Perhaps text us uh, where you're listening from today. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Archie, yesterday we had, I think, the coldest day of the year down in Hobart here, and I'm a wow. little bit, a little bit envious because you <laughs> said this morning that it was a sunny day where you are up in. It is. Uh, you're in Wynyard, aren't you? In the, yes, the out here in the north, northwest, and it's uh, a beautiful day. It's been a pretty windy, rainy couple of days down here, so and it's pretty cold still.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Jason. But hey, you know <laughs> We had a bit That's of cool weather through um probably uh late Friday uh through Saturday. Yeah uh, and on Sabbath. But um no, but today, no, God certainly blessed us with the the sun coming out. So it's um looks like it's gonna be a, a very bright day today for us and um but, but hey, I'm envious, to be honest, Jason, I'm envious. I mean I'd love to have some snow as well. So uh,
0: well, I reckon there was some snow up in the middle of Tasmania. I, I haven't been up there, but I suspect there was. But it's quite early, I guess, to have uh, snow down here. Yes. So, nevertheless, it always looks nice when the uh, mountain, when the clouds move away from Mount Wellington, mm. mm-hmm. and reveals the snow that's been dumped there overnight. So, yeah, beautiful. We had that yesterday. Well, um, Arfi, today we're continuing on with Ephesians Chapter 2. And last week um, you studied with Carmelina. And uh, I, do you want to just give us a, a quick recap of what you, you talked about last week? Sure. So last
1: week with Carmelina we finished off Chapter 1 of the book of Ephesians. And um, just a quick preview there, what we've um, What we could see is is that if we were to sum up chapter 1 of Ephesians, it would be really what you see is that of the plan of salvation Mm. or the story of salvation that God brings through. And if we were to sum it up in one sentence, it would be the role of God the Father. There in chapter 1 of Ephesians And his plan and purpose That is really rooted to save sinners And that's why you see the story of salvation there And we see that how he's willing The Father's willing to bless us Through that of the Holy Spirit um, To continue to help and to guide us When we've accepted salvation He's He has chosen us And through his holiness To uh, allow us to live that sanctified life and then he is, as we talked about um, with you, Jason, the predestination. He, he has already predestined us. In other words, as sons and daughters of God, we have that that choice. Mm. Salvation is, has already been given to us.
0: He, he's chosen and, us. He's just waiting for us to make the decision.
1: <laughs> that's right. Exactly right. And mm. and that's what's the beautiful part of, of the story of salvation that you have there in chapter 1. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we see that um, you know culminating is that you know through god 's plan it 's all united in Christ, and more um, things have come together between heaven and earth because of the death of our Savior Jesus Christ mm. and This is why Paul praises God for all that he 's done for us um, in, in
0: jesus it 's quite uh, applicable being that we 've just had this Easter weekend, and uh, i 'm sure many of you have been to services. Over the weekend, where um, we remember in particular the death and resurrection of Christ, so this is what it's all about, really isn't it ah
1: oh, definitely it is jason and mm. um this this is what's the beautiful thing about you know when you read the word that it's you know it's just saturated about you know our Lord and Savior jesus mm. and, and this is what's the beautiful thing about how Paul brings Jesus out here in in chapter one mm. and um just Allowing us to see you know, how much God loves us and willing to open the windows of heaven and to pour out all these resources for us and to allow us to see his plan of what he has planned for us to save us. Mm.
0: Now, um, if you want to go back and have a listen to the previous episodes, um, we've been studying right from the beginning of Ephesians, you can do that. You can listen on the Faith FM website. That's faithfm.com.au. Just type that in your web browser and you can go to programs. And on there you can find our Tassie and Countless programs and you can listen to all of our past episodes. Uh, also the Faith FM app, you can do it on your phone or tablet. Download the Faith FM Australia app and you can listen there. You can listen both to our live programs and also to our past programs. Now today we have a question for our listeners, and uh, we'll be asking you that shortly. But I do want you to write down this number today, because in order to claim our free book, uh, we want you to respond to our question today, and you'll need to do that by texting us in on this number. This is just for Tassie Encounters. It's zero four eight 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 zero eight nine one. That's zero four eight 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 zero eight nine one. So write that down. We'll have a question coming up, not in not too long, and uh, we'd love you to answer that today in order to claim our free book offer today. So uh, we're going on with Ephesians chapter two, Arfi.
1: Yes, we are, Jason. And um, if you like to read for us, um, chapter two, there, verses eight and nine, which is sort of you know really the the key and the foundation of chapter two, and essentially that of the whole chapter.
0: Mm. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast.
1: Yeah, I love these verses, Jason, and it's one of my favourite
0: ones. It is, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, right through to verse 10, including... Um, uh, my some of my favorite verses because I, I, to me it seems like it 's the whole gospel in three verses <laughs> yeah exactly, and, and this is where you know why I
1: love it because it really ties in through what Paul is presenting there in chapter one, mm. just the story of salvation, and as you said you know it 's like the salvation there right there in those three verses, mm. and um, you know when we think about um, because a lot of people i 've met through the years you know when you ask them. The question, the simple question of how how are we saved? And um, they say, you know, and they normally answer this, "Well, I'm saved by by faith." And they they say, but they say by faith because it's their faith. And you know, really, what the Bible is presenting here, right here in these verses we've read, is that we, we're it is true we're saved by faith, but it, the first step is not our faith, but it's by God's grace. Mm. Because if we say I'm saved by faith, then it's what I've done.
0: Mm, Exactly. And faith faith itself could become a matter of works.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's why, as you read verse 9 there, Paul says it's not of works, Mm. lest anyone should boast. Yeah, it's not of, yeah, exactly.
0: And not of yourselves. And it's interesting, there's another verse, and I can't recall, I must, I must try to get this into my mind, but there's another verse that says that God has given each one of us a measure of faith, and see, even the faith that we have is a gift from God as well. And that's
1: right, exactly right, Jason. Mm. And um, you know, that's why I love about God's God's grace. You know, it's something that we don't deserve. <clears throat> excuse me, but He's willing to give to us because of out of His love mm. and His mercy and His kindness to us. Mm and um you know we've we've all heard stories of grace and um i'm just like to, you know normally i hear you know when people talk about grace jason they talk about you know um how someone gets pulled up by you know a policeman or traffic officer and and um they you know they get, they get let off. off
0: yeah <laughs> that's it
1: and i i you know and, and it's happened to me Has and it? um <laughs> and i thought it would never would and um but when I was living in, in New South Wales, in North New South Wales, and I had a meeting with um, Pastor John Lang, who has uh, passed away now, and um, but I had to make a delivery for the food hub in Tenerfield, and so travelling between Glenys and Tenerfield is just just over an hour away. So I had, to, and so my family wanted to come with me that morning. And so I had my wife and kids in the car, and we drove to Glenys. And and knowingly, I had to be back by eight thirty to to have in the morning to have this meeting with Pastor John Lang. So I started, I you know, I was speeding a little bit. And um, anyway, we were coming to, near Tenefield and I thought, oh great, we're going to make it in time. And I were just coming down this hill, and just as I was turning around the corner to go up the hill there was the the policeman on the side of the road. And I was thinking, oh, no. And as we went zooming up, you you couldn't slow down as you were coming down the hill, just in that sort of dip going up. And then Mm. zooming past him, I looked in my rear view mirror, and then, yep, sure enough, his light started flashing. And then as he pulled us over, he comes over, and um, and he asks the question, is there a reason why you are speeding? And so I said to him, Well, actually I, I was just coming drifting down the hill and and then I didn't know what else to say And then he goes, And and I said, Yeah, no nah, that's it. I got nothing else <laughs> And and then he he sort of laughed at me and he goes, All right, and he goes, Well I'll I'll leave you off with a warning this time and um just make sure, yeah, keep to the speed limit and don't speed. Mm man i I to be honest, Jason, I was just so thankful to the Lord and to that that officer that he I was showing grace mm. because you know uh, traffic tickets there in New South Wales are not cheap, yeah, and I was thinking, here comes a three hundred four hundred dollar fine, demerit points, and um you know and I'm thinking, man, and when we drove off my wife and kids, you know i was i, I didn 't want to look at anyone, I was just looking straight ahead. Mm. Because I knew what they were thinking, mm. and um, and it wasn't until we dropped off the things there at Tenerfield for the food hub and on the way back, the kids started laughing and made a, you know, started making a joke out of it. Uh, be careful going down the hill, Dad. Be careful going down the hill. Just, you don't drift down the hill. Mm. And so, yeah, that was my experience of God's grace at that time, mm. and many others too. Mm.
0: I'm sure many of us have many experiences similar to that, in one way or another. Um, Our question for today, and this is the question, we want you to answer this uh, in order to claim the book offer. If you text us in with an answer to this, uh, we will get you a copy of our book today. Um, But the question is, in light of Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9, which we've just read, for by grace you have been saved through faith What does Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection mean to you? So in light of the uh, verses, Ephesians 2 verse 8 and 9 What does Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection mean to you? Text us in on 0488 This uh, first song today is Gift of Grace by Jessica King
2: I remember the first time we met I was living life with deep regret I remember well That sacred place Where I received your precious gift of grace gift of grace is free to all who choose to come. To the cross where the Father gave His only Son. I never understand why He loved the common man so much that He So thankful for the gift of grace
0: listening to Tazzy encounters on faith Fm and today we're speaking with Afi tuaoi and we 're studying Ephesians chapter two and uh, we're looking at uh, verse one to nine today and before the break, we asked you a question in light of Ephesians two verse eight and nine, which talks about being saved by grace through faith. What does Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection mean to you? Very appropriate topic today, being that we've just had Easter, and it's still Easter Monday holiday at the moment. We've had uh, Paul uh, text in. He's uh, currently in Warrnambool, Victoria. They're on holidays, slowly moving over from Melbourne to Adelaide or driving over. So um, great to have you with us this morning, Paul. Thanks for texting us Mm -hmm. in. But yeah, we'd love to hear from you this morning in regards to this question, 488 I think for me, um, Arfian, and the reason why I love these few verses, um, Ephesians 2 verses 8 to 10, is that uh, I think... Not only is it uh, that we're saved by grace, but verse 10 wraps it up for me so beautifully because it says, uh, I'm reading here from the New Living, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Mm. I think uh, for me being saved by grace isn't just about being saved and then doing nothing, you know, it's That's not. right. It's not about being saved and and uh, just um, stagnating. It's actually, mm. God has saved us for a reason. He's got a plan mm. for us. He's got something for us to do, and that that excites me because because I, I believe that every person has a purpose in Christ, and uh, He has created us anew in Jesus Christ to do the good things He's planned for us. So I find yeah, those man, verses Jason. so uh, encouraging for us. We yeah. we all have a purpose. Um, uh, having been saved, we have a purpose to live for Him.
1: And that's so true, Jason. And that's why, yeah, as you brought out, you know, that's what's so beautiful about verse ten. You know, it tells us that you know we are His. Workmanship, And this is what happens when we've accepted Christ mm. and He now is molding us mm. um, because we are allowing Him in our lives and He's shaping us to do His will.
3: Mm.
1: And, you know, it's interesting because when you read the first three verses of chapter 2, and would you like to do that for us, Jason?
0: Yes, uh, let's do that. And again, I'm reading from the New King James here. It says, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. The Spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others.
1: Mm. Yeah, Jason, it's interesting because what you've just said before ties in with these three verses, and that, you know, the opposite of our condition. If we're not in Christ, or if we're not, if we haven't accepted God's grace. And this is what Paul's presenting here, is He's presenting what our condition was before, or if we do not accept Christ. And he says there in verse one, very interestingly, he says, And you were, and you, he made alive, mm. if we have accepted that, 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 you know, God's grace. But he says, We were, dead and trespasses and sins. And so he's saying this is our, our our really our true condition without God's grace, without his salvation, is that you know, we are we have a hopeless condition and and we we're lost, is basically what he is saying. Mm. And without God's grace, this is where we are at, truly. And it's interesting because Paul also presents the same theme there in in the first two chapters of the book of Romans. Mm -hmm. And in chapter 1 there from verses 18-32, he describes, you know, the nasty sins of of the Gentiles and their hopeless condition. And, um, you know, but then he, he, he brings up this picture that, you know, it's like the Jews are saying, yeah, Paul you're right, you know, that's who they are, these Gentiles, these pagans Mm. but then in chapter 2 starting from verse 1 in the book of Romans, Paul then he also points out the sins of that of the, the Jews, Jewish yeah. people, mm. and he says, yeah, hey, guys, you shouldn't be gloating mm. as well because what he's saying, we're all in the same condition. Mm. We're all hopeless and sinners. And
0: he uses that here in this uh, passage as well where he, he says in the last part of this that we all once conducted ourselves.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and this is what Paul is saying. This is what I love about the gospel and what Paul's bringing out here, Jason, is that none of us really have any status Mm. In the eyes of God, mm. we, we are all equal in the eyes of God, because we are all sinners we, we you know we 've given given different roles in god 's plan of salvation, mm. but those roles in god 's eyes does not mean that i 'm better than the other or mm. the other's better than me mm. but in god 's eyes, we are all the same. we are all needing His grace to be saved mm. through the death of Jesus Christ. Mm. And so that's why, you know, what we see, you know, one of the great themes that come up through Romans and Ephesians is that, you know, it's humanity's universal lostness but God's solution through his grace and that we must all accept that grace by faith as we talked about before. And, And then it's interesting, Jason, in those first three verses of chapter two of Ephesians, you know, you have these, Paul uses these pronouns of you and we. You know, why do you think, Jason, that Paul's referring to these pronouns and um, the way that he does?
0: Well, I, I'm guessing um, he's identifying with them in the we, <laughs> because, yep. uh, you know, that's uh, that's something that he's saying we all once conducted ourselves. So that's obviously an identification. Yeah. Um, why is he, in one place, used the word you and the other place we? I'm not sure. You'll have to explain that to me. Yeah, well,
1: you had it correctly, in, in, uh, as you said, um, with the we, Jason, mm. that he's including himself. But the you, he like he's pointing to, to the Gentiles, just as he does in the Book of Romans. And he's saying, you Gentiles.
0: Okay, so because he was a Jew himself, he's referring right. to the Gentiles. Yeah, okay,
1: that makes yeah. sense. Because, you know, there's still this this friction at times between, you know, as we t- I just mentioned, I'm better than you. The Jewish people think I'm, you know, we're better than the Gentiles.
3: Mm.
1: And, you know, and the sort of hierarchy within the church. Mm. And so he's saying that you Gentiles were dead before you came to meet Christ. But now then he moves to the we, as you correctly pointed out, Jason. He, now he's including himself with them and he's saying to them, I'm with you. We were once walked according to the course of this world, but we are now together because we've accepted God's grace. That's why God's grace is so important. Mm. And what, what's so beautiful, what Paul's bringing out here, he's, he's bringing out the unity between the two groups mm. and the point importance of the unity this beautiful theme that he uh, paul brings out that we are together as one and and this is you know a great thing that you know i like to you know talk about within the churches no one's better than the other because in god's eyes we are all sinners mm. we are united together we're different all. races different groups but we're all one united in mm-hmm. one because of jesus christ yeah
0: we're all in the same same boat, so to speak. Yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> right, Jason. Yeah, exactly right. It's all in the same boat. Looking to walk on that water towards Jesus. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and and this is the, the the beauty about the plan of salvation. That what how Paul is presenting it there in chapter one, now through chapter two. Mm. and why in the his, his, the beauty of his prayer is that you know he wants us to realize you know and understand the the value of what god has is, is given to us and it all hinges back to what we read in those first verses of um 8 and 9 and 10 mm. is that it's all about god's grace not about us but it's all about him
0: mm, absolutely well, we've got our listener question today and and our book offer I'll just mention now. We've got a book offer called uh, No Greater Love by Carl Hafner, And uh, we want you to answer our listener question today to claim a copy of that book today. We've got three copies to give away. So the question is, in light of Ephesians 2, verse 8 to 9, uh, which says, For it is by grace that you've been saved through faith. Uh, look that up at home if uh, you've got a Bible handy. Uh, what does Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection mean to you? Text us in on 488 880891 We'll uh, continue this discussion after the break, and of course uh, we'll give more details about our book offer today as well. This is When I Found Jesus by Steph McLeod.
4: When I Found Jesus he was holding on to me Broken I could not stand right. upon my feet With a word he broke my chains I was free to breathe again My life was saved by the love and blood of Jesus When I found Jesus, he was standing over me I was down and out and so
0: the no discussion one one here, to the way of the world.
4: Way of the there were times I could have died back into one But the Lord was by my so side I didn't know I'd been saved by the blood of Jesus took the weight off my shoulders And came and gave me rest He came and gave me rest Gave me peace from my troubles I was thinking of
0: putting a Lord, question I have in. been listening to you mm-hmm. After we discuss a little bit on point three
4: and I found Jesus He was walking
0: And what advice would you give someone who I'm wants to follow Jesus to fully but still
4: struggles with the saw the tears of my cries where I stood I was saved by the blood eternally
0: we still here
4: Forsaken me. Mm. leave me in the wilderness.
0: It was Jesus who rescued me. And if we, if we still struggle with those things, does that mean we're not saved? We're not lost? He the... called my name. And
4: I think it's real. It. Like, one like to. You don't know, because when I found you Jesus like He was else. heavy on my heart yeah. I was lost for words than nowhere to start But I know that yeah. I believe him. I know I have received Maybe him. my okay. sins are paid by the love and blood of
0: Jesus Maybe you've got a question. When I found you thirty seconds. When
5: I found you
0: This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and uh, we're speaking with Arfi Tuoi this morning and we're looking at Ephesians chapter 2. Now we did ask you a question and the question is in light of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9, what does Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection um mean to you, and uh, Paul's just texted in. I think I might have accidentally had my mic left on during that break, so uh uh thank you, Paul, for letting me know that I, it's occasionally we make a mistake um thank you anyway we uh, we hope that you have enough grace to forgive us this morning <laughs> um so yeah, in light of uh, Ephesians chapter two, verse eight and nine, what does Christ's death on the cross and His resurrection mean to you? Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. If uh, that's too hard to answer, perhaps uh, you've got a question of us that we would like uh, that you'd like us to talk about or answer as well. So do text us in zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. uh we've been uh, looking at um, we just read verse 1 to 3 and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit more um, but we're really talking about the fact that we were all in the same boat that we we're all lost mm. and uh, we all need the gift of salvation that Jesus offers for us and uh, there's no difference between Jews and Gentiles there's no difference really between uh, Christians, you and I. Uh, Christians and non-Christians <laughs> we all need yeah. his grace that's right mm. and uh, we we do need it daily
1: And um, it's interesting then, you know, Jason, that the solution or what God is willing to give us to help us is that as he's mentioned there in verse one of chapter two, he's made us alive. Mm -hmm. And so what God is saying is that even though we may be in this condition, the way out is that is through his power and um, the power that God is willing to give to us is, is the power like he mentions there. In, in chapter 1 and verse 20, where he says, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. That power that God was able to raise Jesus from the dead, God is saying he's willing and able to give us that same power to raise us from the deadness of our lostness and our sins mm. if we're willing to accept that. Mm. And and Paul continues to, to highlight you know, three, um, the influences of that really hold people to in the bondage of sin and death. And um, there in, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, in verse 2 there, chapter 2, and where he says, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. And Paul is bringing out there, Jason, is that, you know, without God, we're living really a self-centered life.
3: Mm.
1: And, and this fallen world really around us is really looking at molding us in its image and, and you know, becoming abusive, angry, you know, mistreat people. That, that's where the world is at the moment, how we want, you know, you want to treat people. And um, and I know today, you know, it's, it's difficult to, to be a, a Christian today. Uh, because even standing up to be a Christian today, um, you can get ridiculed, mm. as you do, mm. and um, so Christianity is no longer, you know, as popular as it once was. We're becoming the minority and no longer the majority.
0: And it, but it, po- it's easy. It's easy too, um, particularly for young people growing up. Um, to be heavily influenced by, you know, the norms of our society around us as well.
1: Exactly right, Jason. Mm. And this is where Paul is saying this is one of the influences that, that can can hold us down because we our, our focus is no, not on Christ, but on what, you know, how am I? Being accepted, mm. will I be accepted by my peers, my friends, you know, the world around me? This is what the world says. I what I need to be and how I need to be, uh, mold myself. But mm. Paul is saying, if we do, we are therefore again trapped into that bondage of sin. But he, as I mentioned, the way out is God's power. He's what if we're willing to accept that by through His grace by faith. He is able, therefore, to mould us more than what the world can. Mm. The second one there, um, Jason, he brings out there, and, and also in verse two, is not only that of the course of the world if we are walking in that way, but also if we're uh, according to the prince of power of the air and um, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. And the prince, and uh, you know, the prince of air, of course, uh, is a. a describing that of of Satan, the devil himself. And um, there in verse 21 of chapter 1, would you like to read that verse, Jason?
0: Yeah, 21 uh, of verse 1 says, Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Now that's actually uh, talking about Christ's power versus uh, the power of the the I guess the the prince of power that it's talking to in verse two here is uh, the power of Satan, isn't it? Is comparing the two? Is that right? Yes,
1: yes, exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and and Satan would love nothing more than to convince you know even us Christians, um, you know, that he doesn't exist. Mm. And you know, it's amazing today, Jason, that I, I find that you know people. People don't understand that you know th- there is an evil power that 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 is influencing them and drawing them away from the reality of what God is willing to give them. Mm. Because you when know, when disaster strikes, everyone doesn't blame the devil. No, one, I don't hardly hear anyone say, "Oh, the devil got me this time." Mm. Devil got me again. But no, they always turn around and they blame God. Mm. God, why did you allow this to happen to me? Mm. And, and and once again, this is where Paul is talking about. It's not only the how the bondage of sin is where the if we're willing to walk and allow the world to take control of us, but also the prince of the air. And once again, it's through God's power that's able to to allow us to bring us out from that. The third one that he brings through, Jason, is there in verse 3 that you read. And um, among whom also we were once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh. And the desires of the flesh. And um, as we mentioned before, in chapter 1 and verse 3,
0: would you like to read that verse for us, please, Jason? Uh, Chapter 1 and verse 3. Yeah, Uh, We're not talking 2 and verse 3. No, you just read that one. So 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing, in the heavenly places in Christ, is that the one you wanted?
1: That's the one. Yeah. And and so what I'm bringing out there, Jason, is that God is willing to open the windows of heaven and pour out whatever resources that we are needing to overcome even the passions of our flesh. Mm. And you know, it's interesting. You know, you you asked the question to me. You know how how do we how does one deal with you know um, if they were to fall back into their own uh, desires of the flesh. What is the answer to that? Mm. And and Paul, you know, Paul's given to us right there in, in the Word. We know, we are blessed to be the God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because He's willing to, as I said, open the windows of heaven to allow us if we're willing to come before Him and ask Him, ask Him for forgiveness, because He is willing to forgive, as First uh, John one verse nine tells us. You know, there's no sin that God cannot forgive, and there's certainly nothing that God is willing to give to us to help us through those desires that we may fall back into in, uh, of our past life.
0: Mm. Amen. Well, um, it's time for another break, but we've got that question of you this morning. Text us in on 488 880 in light of ephesians two verse eight and nine what does christ 's death on the cross and his resurrection mean to you we 'd love to hear from you today now our book offer that's uh, we 're asking you to send us a, a reply to our question today. To claim our book offer, it's called No Greater Love by Carl Huffner, True Stories of the Ultimate Sacrifice. No Greater Love is uh, a compilation of timeless stories of human sacrifice and divine love, full of inspirational stories of those who made the ultimate sacrifice for others, both known and unknown. This book will be perfect uh, for family or school or wherever you uh, are sharing with other people and, of course, yourself as well. So... It's a beautiful book by Carl Huffner. Do text us in uh, and we can get you a copy of this book. This is Your Will Be Done by City Alight. Light. Asian Counters on Faith FM, and uh, this morning we're talking with Afi Tuo, and we're finishing off our program this morning. And we've been looking at the first part of Ephesians chapter two. Now uh, we haven't had anybody brave enough to answer our listener question today, so. I will give you a code to text in if you're listening and you can claim a copy of this book. We've only got three copies to give away. The code for today is Encounter number 40, Encounter 40, no spaces, text that in to 488 880 uh, the, uh, We've read verse 1 to 3 of Ephesians and we've read verse 8 uh, to, to 9. Um there's a little bit in between that we haven't read which is verse right. uh, 4 to 7. Yes, so, if
1: you like to read those verses Jason, that would be great.
0: Yeah, let's do that. So it says, "But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ." By grace you have been saved and raised up us us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Jason, man, you know, as we just talked about, our, our true condition, you know, this is not. You know, we're not just partly lost or we are truly lost and dead in our trespasses. That's our true condition. Mm. But then it's interesting, as we talked about that, in verse 4 that you just read, and then it's like Paul just drops this bomb onto us. And he say, in those first two words in verse 4, but God, yeah, but God. And that's very important because what Paul is bringing out now, as we talked about, you know, just off air, but that, you know, what, what is the answer for us then? And here it is, right there in verse 4, where Paul now brings and gives us the answer, and he says, but God. And, and he's, he's, what he's also saying to us, Jason, is that, you know, not only is God the foundation of this good news that he's willing to give to us, but he's also saying God doesn't stand idly by and sees that, hey, you know, we're lost. This is our true condition. We, you know, He doesn't just say, well, you know, let's move on. But he's, as we mentioned before in verse 3 there, or chapter 1, he's willing to bless us and open the windows of heaven and give us all that we need. And that's why verse 4, he jumps in and he says, but God. Mm. Because we, we know our true condition. As um, we talked about the book of Romans, Paul says in chapter 6 and verse 23, the wages of sin is death. Hmm. But, once again, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus.
3: Hmm.
1: And um, beautifully he, he brings in, and then he he brings in these four characteristics of God that he he wants to give to us. And as you mentioned there in, in verse 4, he talks about that, that God is rich in mercy because of his great love.
3: Hmm.
1: And, um, you know, This mercy, Luke chapter 6 and verse 36 talks about this mercy. Would you like to read that for us, please,
0: Jason? Yeah, so Luke 6, what was the verse again? Uh, Verse 36. Verse 36 says, Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Yeah.
1: And so... God once again the answer is it's through God's mercy mm. his love and his grace that he, he, he wants to rescue us from our true condition mm. uh, and then also in verse four you know we see that God is a god of love mm. and um, that is the good news that out of you know, his love is is the foundation the basis of who God is and and the reason why as we all know why God sent his son. And we know that famous verse in, in the book of the Gospel of John, chapter 3 and verse 16. You want to recite that one for us, Jason? I know you like, know that one off by heart.
0: John three sixteen. Yes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. I'm and not sure um, what version that was from. <laughs> that was from memory. <laughs>
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, that's great, Jason. And, you know, and, and this is where we you know, why this but God comes in. Mm. God steps in, He's stepping in for us and, and and uniting us as one because of the lostness of who we are. And it's all because once again as those first verses in eight and nine that we've read, it's all about his grace. Mm. And and then um as you've read, Jason, uh, you know, we just jumped to verse seven, um, talking about Uh, his kindness his kindness towards us because of Christ and um, the the kindness towards us in Christ once again is a concept of you know really comes back to um, his his grace that he has shown to us and uh, why God would be kind to us as sinners comes back to as we said before Jason it's all because of his love Mm. And um, and then, you know, verses five that um, um, that you've read ties in with what we talked about in the beginning, talking about God's grace. Would you like to read verse five for us again, Jason, please?
0: Even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. Yeah,
1: Amen. You know. Because even though we were dead in trespasses, but we are able to be made alive. And that's why, Jason, man, you know, I I am so grateful the way I live today. I I live with confidence and and the hope not only because I'm not because what I've done, but because of God's grace in my life, that what he's willing to give to me as a Christian. As a man, that I'm able to walk the way I do today mm. uh, because of, of my faith and trust in Jesus and what he has done for me. Because even though I am a sinner, even though I am dead in my own trespasses, but I know I'm alive because of what Jesus has done for me. Mm. And then the great hope, you know, there in verse 6, and that he's willing to raise us up together and, and um, made Uh, And make us sit together in the heavenly places where Christ Jesus is. And and this is, you know, as we talked about before, Jason, you know, what is it we do when we do slip and, you know, we fall back uh,
0: in our own condition? Well, we we tend to uh, um, judge ourselves, I guess, but uh, we need to turn back to Christ and ask for forgiveness and uh, repent and and continue on in our relationship with him. Mm. There's
1: no magical formula to it, Jason, as Mm. you know. It's Mm. just the easy steps that God has opened to us, that Mm. we can just come before him and ask for that forgiveness. But what we've read here in this chapter 2 about his grace, Mm. he's willing to give to us all. And then as you finished off there in in verse 10 of chapter 2, he doesn't just leave us, but he's willing to work with us. Mm and and mold us and create us to be better than what we yeah, are.
0: He's got good things for us to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. That's the good news, mm. Jason, or Chapter that, 2 that is, of Ephesians. That is the good news in a nutshell, really, isn't it? The, the gospel yeah. is often referred to as the good news. So. Mm. Well, thanks again, Arfi. We'll have you back in two weeks' time. Next week, uh, we'll have Mark Faulkner um, on our Monday program, so do join us next Monday. But uh, of course, tomorrow, back with uh, Carmelina and David Leo tomorrow, and they're talking about white lies. I think this is uh, the story of Abraham. If you missed the code, it's encounter number forty. Encounter forty for the book and no greater love. This is Grace That Is Greater by Bart Millard. And may you experience God's amazing grace today.
5: Marvellous grace of our loving Lord Grace that exceeds our sin and our guilt Yonder on Calvary's mount outpour There where the blood Spilled. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse with him. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sin. Marvelous, infinite from His grace freely bestowed on all who believe you who are longing to see His face Will you this moment His grace receive?